Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. Hi, Wendy. I'm so happy that you're on the show today. I was super excited just, first of all, to get an email saying that you wanted to be on the show. I I was saying before that, like, I've never had a celebrity or an actress before on the show. So this is super exciting. Um, And it's just, yeah, I'm just excited. But the coolest part was when I found out like your story um, and just, wow, everything that you've gone through. But, um, I know that like today's message is something that us moms need to hear. So I'm excited for you to talk about it. Great. I'm excited to be here too. So I I want you to tell them who you are, what you do and how God led you to, to doing what you're doing today. Yes. My name is Wendy. I'm a author speaker and a little house in the prairie cast member. Um, I played the role of baby Grace Ingalls. That is Michael Lannon's youngest daughter for the last four seasons of the show. And um, I'm also a wife of 24 years to my husband, Josh, and I have two kiddos, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old. And um, God, he really, um, you know, I think everyone as followers of Jesus, we are called to love him and to share his message of love with others. But there are times when we don't use those gifts and tools that he gave us. And maybe it's because of um, our fears or our insecurities. They just get in the way. But, and so then sometimes I'm thinking we just like drift off course from our callings. And that was me, <laughs> totally me until yeah. 2015 when I was diagnosed with a brain tumor and God, I'm not saying that God put that brain tumor in my head, but he changed my life and he gave me a chance, an opportunity to like start over and to actually live in the calling that he gave me. So I was a little house cast member before that and was doing that, but I was not using it for ministry. and that completely changed after this crazy experience that I had. Um, 
you know, there's something that authors talk about and it's um, your unfair advantage. I don't know if you've heard that. I think everybody could, could think about their unfair advantage and it's something that we all have. Um, I like to think of it as like this gift that God gave you and he didn't give it to anyone else. Yeah. And those are the things that God says, here, take this thing and glorify me through it. Yeah. And for me, <laughs> that is being baby grace on the house in the prairie. And it is the platform that I use the way that I connect with people. And I was grace. I mean, <laughs> what I grace know. was given the role grace. I mean, it's such grace. Yeah. And then to be able to encourage people, inspire people to just see God's grace all around them. It's just, I get goosebumps even thinking that I actually get to do what I do. <laughs> that is really cool. Like, the, yeah. And your name was grace on the show. Like, <laughs> Clearly he wanted you to use that. I know. Crazy, right? <laughs> so, so today, like, what is it that you do in ministry? Oh, well, I, um, I hang out with little house fans every day on social media. Um, most little house fans are a little older. So most of them are on Facebook. Um, so I hang out on Facebook a lot with little house fans. Um, I do a, I've done this for three years. It's a group of, I have about 900 people in my group and we have read through the Bible together. We are in the middle of a spiritual dis year, year in the spiritual, spiritual disciplines this year. Um, every month going through a different spiritual discipline. Um, I'm at events all year long, hanging out with fans, speaking at churches, um, praying for people. <laughs> wow. That's so awesome. 900 people going through the Bible with, that is amazing. Yes. I've, I've done it with like six people. <laughs> yes. Well, in 2021, my church was going through the Bible project, the, you know, listen yeah. to the Bible through for the year. And so in 2021, I thought if I'm going to do this, what if I invite some people to do it with me? And so we read through um, the Bible in 2021 through the Bible project. And then last year we did, um, I wanted to just be a little bit more focused. And so we just did the new Testament, uh, a chapter a day, and that was 2022. And then in 2023, I thought, what am I going to do? I'm going to totally rock the boat and do something different. So, um, yeah, we're going through the spiritual disciplines. It's been incredible. So That's fun. Awesome. That's yeah. really cool. So, and then the other thing that you do is you're, you're now an author. Yes, I am. So, um, that's, um, I was lucky enough to get a copy and, um, it's called red tail feathers and I'm already reading through it. And I was telling Wendy that the one chapter just already changed my motherhood and the way I was mothering this morning, this morning. So, um, <laughs> well, well, that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about, why don't you tell them what we're going to talk about? Go ahead and. I yes, I, I. I, this book is called Red Tail Feathers, and it's really about finding grace in every chapter of your life. And there's a chapter in the book really talking to myself, um, the mom in the mirror. And so we're going to just talk about giving grace to the mom in the mirror because we as moms are so hard on ourselves. And 
I just, if I could say one thing is just, um, I think we as moms have this like perfect parent standard and we think that we can be the perfect parent and we might have that expectation on ourselves and oh boy, do we ever see how we fail in that every day? Yes. Um, so yeah, just giving grace to the mama in the mirror. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And we all need to remember that and remind ourselves of that. I don't care how many times you've heard a message about giving yourself grace as a mom, you have to hear it. Like I have to remind myself before bed, before I close my eyes <laughs> almost every night. So um, why don't you go ahead and um, kind of tell them just like the the story kind of, and then in the chapter, and then we'll go on from there. It was such an awesome story because I could literally see myself living it. Like, <laughs> and it probably, I probably will live it <laughs> at some point. Yes. yes, totally. So, um, I, I share this story to moms. If I'm at like a women's retreat or something and I need an icebreaker, this is like the go-to because everyone's laughing by the, by the middle of it. And then there may be crying at the end of it. So, um, this was a story that happened um my son was two years old and I was big and pregnant um with my daughter and I was just tired and I'm sure many of you can identify with just that right there um in the middle in the trenches but also just exhausted and you know when they're little you just find anything that you can to keep them busy for the day. Like I was like, when is it going to be nap time? You know what I mean? Yes. And so, um, we were outside and of course my son, he was one of those kids that had like love to cook, you know, he liked to like do the dishes and mix the stuff up and, oh boy. Um, he found the one, patch of dirt in the in the yard and made it into his play kitchen and I was like oh boy great this is what we're doing um I want to keep my distance and he played and he was you know making his feast of a of a lunch out there and and I was uh I was looking at my clock because I was ready for playtime to be over and lunch to begin because once lunch began that means that it was nap time and nap time meant nap time for me too yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> and so or maybe just a, a couple minutes of peace and um you know i was one of those moms that just wanted everything to go by the book you know and i wanted my kids to be obedient and good at least for most of the time. Right. And this day kind of just threw that all out the window. Um, I, I went over to my son and crouched down to his level and I said, Hey, what you got cooking? And he, he didn't say a word. He just held up this plastic plate. And I said, Ooh, that smells really good. Um, is that for me? And he said, he didn't say anything, but he said, 
it's a peanut butter jelly sandwich because that was his favorite new lunch. And I was thinking, oh, this is great. I said, well, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm all smart, you know. You want to have real peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? <laughs> That'd be great. Like I'm trying to transition him into the house, you know, and he didn't, he didn't really fall for it. Um, instead, he just reached his hand down into the dirt and then threw it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you have got to be kidding. I, I like, I saw it coming and I could not do anything about it. Right. And um, it obviously became a total tantrum. I didn't even say a word. He was just crying and screaming before I even could say anything. And I threw him over my shoulder and there was just mud everywhere. And I'm like, you know, big and pregnant with this flailing kid thinking, oh my goodness. And I remember thinking, how in the world am I going to handle two little monsters? Like thinking, God, maybe I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> can I take the baby? Can you take the baby back? Because right. I don't know if I'm ready for this, you know? And I was pretty upset. Um, Not that I didn't expect him... Uh, you know, he's a little two-year-old boy. You never know what they're going to do. Right. But I think it felt so personal at the moment. And he right. really ruined my day, it felt like. Um, and so I take him in the house and I honestly, like, I just don't want to deal with it. And I don't think that I can actually, you know, teach him anything at the moment because I'm just mad. And also my my face is full of dirt. And so I kind of just threw him in his bed with like his muddy shoes and everything. And he was bawling yeah. and I just slammed the door. Now I'm glad I didn't yell. I'm like, okay, you didn't yell, but I went to the bathroom and I started washing off my face. And then it started kind of hit me like, I looked in that mirror and I just thought, where did I go wrong? And I guess sometimes we're just in that spot where we think that we think that our children's actions are a direct reflection of our competency as a parent. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's not true. <laughs> I want to tell you, like, it's not true. Like a two-year-old is going to mess up over and over and over and over again, like more times than you could ever count. And I think we, we put just so much pressure on ourselves, so much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. Like, you're saying like that two-year-old's going to mess up over and over and over again. And like, you're thinking, where did I go wrong? Well, then they're going to turn into three-year-olds that mess up over and over, over again. And then 10-year-olds who mess up over and over again. And then 20-year-olds who mess up over and over again. But it's just, I mean, what? I'm a 40-year-old who messes up over and over and over again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna mess up and so are we <laughs> yes yes um yeah i think um 
sometimes children are a uh, a wonderfully, <laughs> maybe not wonderfully, frustrating reflection of ourselves. Yeah. And it's hard to see it. Um, you know, my son's lack of self-control in that moment, if I really thought about it, like, I had the same lack of self-control. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, our best and worst qualities just stare right back at us through, the, through our kids. Yes. Know? Yeah. So, um, so how do you give grace to the mama in the mirror? Like what are, like after that situation, like you realized that like, I need grace too, just like my two-year-old does. So like. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, we're going to give grace to our kids because we, we recognize they're growing and learning, but, but even more so we've got to give grace to ourselves because we can't be that perfect parent. God is the only perfect parent. Yeah. And he, he gives grace like on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we are, we are, masters at throwing tantrums. We may not be throwing sand in his face, but we throw our share of tantrums too. And yeah. He doesn't, doesn't care how dirty we are or how much, how many times we mess up what we've done. Um, he just forgives us. And if we can't forgive ourselves, then we can't be the parent that our kids need. We need to show them grace, but that includes giving grace to ourselves and saying, I'm sorry. And I, mama, mama didn't do it good this time. You know, will you forgive me? Let's try better next time. You know, this humility, I think it's, I think a lot of it parenting is just a big humility game, you know? Yeah. Um, it makes me think of a verse in Ephesians 2. Um, it's about grace, but it says, for it's by grace that you've been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It's a gift from God. Yeah. And here's the thing is, if we boil down whether we are a good or a bad parent based on our actions, actions aren't, actions are where we mess up. Um, it's our kids mess up. We can't, I think sometimes as parents, we might focus on behavior so much that we almost teach our kids that that's how God accept us, accepts us. Yeah. So true. Weird. Like I'm like, I'm 45 and trying to like break away from this, the shoulds and the, why didn't I do this? And if I could just do X, Y, and Z every day, I'd be good with God. Like I got to get away from that. Yeah. Um, but do we, you know, unintentionally kind of teach that same thing to our children It's like, be good for your mama today. You know, I can just hear my husband like, Hey, you be good for your mom today. She's yeah. tired or whatever. And it's like this, this just thought of like, um, if we're good 
then everything's okay. And we just can't have those expect expectations on our kids or on ourselves to be, you know, that perfect standard, that perfect kid, that perfect mom who looks, you know, on Instagram just looks like we do crafts with our kids and we go to all these great places. And it's like, um, no, probably not. That's not always accurate. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so true. And, and I was raised Catholic, so I didn't have a relationship with the Lord until I went to a Christian non-denominational church and started to understand the message of grace. So talk about like, not only, you know, growing up with parents, all parents, you know, want their kids to behave. So it is a lot of times like you're getting in trouble for your behavior. Right. And, and then, you know, when you're in a, in a, Catholic church, you're, it's all about like kind of behavior, you know? And so for sure, I can totally like just empathize with you, like being 40 years old and trying to undo that. Like, no, like, yeah, I messed up, but God already like saved me. It's not in my doing, like just because today I messed up, he's not embarrassed by me. He's not ashamed of me. Yeah. He isn't, I, he didn't shut the gates on me today and say, you can't come into heaven anymore. Like he called me worthy, like on that cross, you know, like he, he gave me that grace on that cross and a- anything we do outside of that, if we think there's any other way, we just cheapen what he did on that cross. And it's like, I have to remind myself, you know, of that all the time. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so hard because we want to parent our kids to behave well, right? Like, and, and we, we want them to know that there is consequences to sin, but we got to balance that with like, but there is unconditional love here and we all mess up and it doesn't stop, you know, our love for you, you know, and it's such a balance. It is. Yes. You know, um, I had a conversation with my 16 year old a couple weeks ago and um, she's like very much a like people pleaser, especially she doesn't want to disappoint us. And I had to tell her at one point, like, Hey, you know, we don't expect you to be perfect. Like it, like you need to do, like when you have a decision and you're weighing it back and forth and you don't know what to do. And part of you is thinking, Oh, I don't want to disappoint my parents. And I'm like, this isn't really one of those times. Like you don't have to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. Like, and she just was like, Oh, I was like, it's okay. Like we might be disappointed in the moment, but that doesn't mean anything less of our love for you, you know? So, um, it was like this big eye opener for her. It was like, Oh, okay. You know, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not like giving you permission to like do something that you shouldn't do, but don't put that standard on yourself, you know, because yeah. you can't live up to it. <laughs> it's just impossible. Right. It's impossible. So it is. Yeah. So how did that story end that day? Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, after he was sobbing and basically he yells from the, 
from the room, he yells, I want my peanut butter sandwich. And I seriously was like, yeah, right, mister. <laughs> I was so mad. And, and then I'm looking in the mirror and um, I think he stopped crying. And I started crying because I realized that there was so much of that day that didn't have anything to do with him. And it really had something to do with me and just the mess that I was in. Um, like maybe it would have been good if I just like took a time out that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I had my good long cry. And then of course he woke up completely oblivious as they do. Didn't even remember what happened. Um, and I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich there for us to share. And it was this sweet moment of, I, he didn't, he didn't need a, an apology. Cause I don't even think you remember what happened. I needed <laughs> this like amends, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I didn't say a word to him, like it, I'm so glad that I didn't lose my temper and like yell, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, even just my actions of like throwing him in the bed and closing the door was like enough for me to go, Oh my goodness. Like, I think I missed this little boy who just needed me in a different way today. And I kind of missed my chance. I missed my chance to sit. I wouldn't have sat in the mud. Sorry. I was going to say that I missed my chance to just get down on his level. And, um, cause I'm not one of those mud moms. I'm so sorry. I'm not. And I <laughs> I won't be, I probably will never be. And that is okay. But to meet him where he was at and just be with him, you know, yeah. I was such an, in a hurry, my agenda, kind of a mom, maybe so hard when you got so many things to do. You're a, young mom with a house to take care of and dinner to make and all that stuff. And it can be so overwhelming. And yet, oh my goodness, like my son just moved away. He just moved across the country. And I know sometimes you think, oh, if I could do it all over again, it goes so fast. So yeah. If I could, you know, just encourage you moms out there, like this won't be forever. It won't be forever. And that doesn't mean it's easy. And that doesn't mean that you can't ever get your to-do list done. But when you see that opportunity to just have a moment with your child, um, oh man, just try to try to take it once in a while. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, that makes me want to cry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. I was telling you before, like, um, I have a three and a five-year-old, and it's like, oh, I see, like, I'm that kind of mom, too, where, like, I just miss the moment because mm -hmm. I'm trying to get to the next thing, so... I don't always cry, but I have cried on the show before. <laughs> okay, good. I feel better. <laughs> yeah, I got to get it together. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get it together because, because that's, yeah, no, don't get it together. You're good. 
Yeah, it's so true though. Um, I was telling her before, like we got hopped on that just by reading the chapter um, about this whole story that it made me like this morning when my three-year-old said, you know, mommy, can you play with me? That I sat on the floor and played baby dolls and we, we, all of them had fevers and we took their temperatures and listened to their hearts and we made them all better. And like, I rarely do that. Like, I don't, I said, I, I'm like, okay, I'll play with you. And it'll be like two minutes and then I'll start looking at my phone or whatever. And, and they kind of are used to it and then they just go off and they're okay with, you know, me doing whatever. And it's so true. It's like, gosh, like take the moment. Cause it does go by so fast, but I'm like listening to you thinking, gosh, if I was huge and pregnant and just took my kid outside to get like a break and they were playing in the mud, I'd be sitting there in the sun too, just thanking God for giving me a moment while they were playing in the mud and been like, okay, now let's get inside. I, I like, I need that respite too and get them inside for lunch and a nap so that I can rest. So it's like, I hear like both ways, like you need that grace because you were big and pregnant and like, I totally get where you were feeling that way. Cause I've been there, you know, but then it's like, but also like, don't miss the moments either. You, yeah. you know, like you open your eyes to the moment. So mm-hmm. it's just, again, such a balance, you know, it is it's a balance and it's not, it's not an easy thing to navigate, you know, when to give you a break, when to, invest in them and how, how that all works out, you know? Yeah. Well, now that I cried and maybe other people are crying right now too, listening because they, (laughs) what is one takeaway if they like forget everything about this conversation? I always ask, what is one big takeaway that you want these moms to remember? Um, I think it would be, this is something that a wise mentor mom told me, um, and it was to, well, it's going to be two things, sorry, but they go together. So it's really one, um, is to embrace your child's humanness and realize that no matter what, they will always be imperfect humans and let that just like settle down into you, into your soul. And then go look at the mom in the mirror and realize that you too embrace your own humanness and you will not be the perfect parent either. And it's okay. Every day God gives us the chance to do it again, try again. I mean, maybe that's why motherhood lasts so long. Maybe that's why the toddler years are so long. So that we have all of these chances over and over and over again. And to just start the new day and say, okay, we're going to do this today. And, and we're going to fail. And some days we're going to win and some days we're going to lose. And, and it's just, it's just okay. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, um, if you want to buy, um, Wendy's book, red tail feathers, um, I'm going to link it in the show notes. Um, with this episode, but where, um, also can they find you to connect with you? Yes, they can find me on my website, Wendy Lou Lee, 
It is Wendy with an I at the end, not a Y. That's the only thing that could maybe lead you astray. Um, I'm also hang out on Facebook for you old folks or people that love Facebook. Um, Wendy Luli and uh, Wendy Luli as Baby Grace is my page. Okay. And I'm also on Instagram, Wendy Luli. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> okay. So easy That's to easy. find me. That's easy. And then um, I'll also put all of that in the show notes as well. Your website, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I'll put links there as well. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much. Will you pray for us and um, all the mamas listening? Oh, I'd love to. Yes. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for getting the chance to encourage the moms out there, um, when you look at yourself in the mirror, um, the moms that look, in, look at themselves in the mirror, God, I just pray that they would see your love, that they would see the woman that they, that you have made and that, um, we are worthy and, um, we're not worthy because of the things we do. We're just worthy because you love us. And so God, I just pray that you would encourage those moms out there that have those tantrum throwing children right now, God, I just pray you would encourage them, pray that you would um, help them to give grace to their kids, but also to give grace to themselves, God. And we love you so much. Give us the strength to be the moms that you've called us to be. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for today's reminder. I'm so glad you came on the show and sorry for the tears. Oh, no, <laughs> but thank you so much. Hey mamas. So you want to homeschool, but you're worried about your child's socialization. I get it. That was us too. But Classical Conversations believes that education is best experienced together. Once a week, we get together with our community and we learn as parents and students. Classical Conversations provides homeschool families with local communities for opportunities for socialization, support, and encouragement. I honestly could not do this without them. In community, a trained licensed director guides both the students and the parents alike through a proven Christ-centered curriculum rooted in the classical model. To find a Classical Conversations community near you, visit classicalconversations.com backslash faithful. And that's faithful with two L's. Again, that's classicalconversations.com backslash faithful. I know you'll love this community as much as we do. Homeschool is possible with Classical Conversations. so much for listening to the Faithful Mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful.